Yeah, so far. Maybe. Maybe they'll go with the glasses. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the podcast. I am here with Kyle Kronk, the president and CEO of South Sound YMCA, and Anthony Brock. He is the principal of Third Good Marshall Middle School. Correct. Awesome. Got Gold it. Mustangs. That's right. Oh, Mustangs. Okay. Not a bad, not a bad uh, mascot right there. Uh, we're going to talk about the South Sound YMCA and its uh, pretty incredible contribution to the community here in the Olympia Thurston County area. First of all, thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate it. Sure thing. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Yeah. So good. So, Especially on a snow day. I know. <laughs> well, that's the thing. People are not going to believe this. We actually accomplished this on a snow day with a school principal. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> After he starts sure. his day with uh, lunch, yeah, which is perfect. Pretty solid work for a February. <laughs> Not bad. Day after Valentine's Day. I know no it's less. unbelievable. It's yeah. unbelievable. So uh, let's start with um, let's start with the why you guys really like the YMCA. So a lot of folks know the YMCA. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the different uh, programs you guys do and some of the things you you provide. But what's your favorite thing? About the about the YMCA, let's start with Kyle. What's yeah, your favorite thing? Easily, hands down, my favorite thing is the people. I mean, the YMCA really is a vehicle to bring people together. I started working for the YMCA as a volunteer when I was 15 wow. in high school. In my sophomore year of high school, I told someone I wanted to be a teacher, and they said, you should figure out if you like kids. <laughs> I thought that was good advice. Yeah. And so he sent me to this camp, uh, Camp Rakaila, up in the San Juan Islands. And so I spent my whole... Uh, you know, my whole high school career, college career, working with kids in the San Juan Islands, and it was magic. I mean, you would bring these kids that didn't know each other from all over the, you know, Pacific Northwest, really, and even from other states, because the camp was really well known, and you'd have these kids for 11, 12 days, and they wouldn't know each other, and by the time that they left, I mean, they were just, like, connected and loving each other, and I mean, it was incredible relationships, yeah. so it really is about people. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, for me, um, so much of it is kind of growing up a little bit in the Y. Uh, but when I think about like kind of the purest moments of childhood, yeah. uh, it was my dad being my baseball coach yep. and helping out with basketball. <laughs> and I was yep. like, all right, that's cool. That's kind of what I thought the Y was, was about youth sports and athletics and the special time that I had with my father. Uh, and their transfers, and you know, you have kids later on, and you're like, oh, I'm coaching Y basketball for my kid. And yep. so there's a little bit of like – a legacy there. Really cool full circle. Uh, but then ultimately, as an educator, um, the work that we've been able to do when I was a middle school uh, teacher in Tacoma, uh, we did like youth and government, and we've done some of that work uh, at Thurgood Marshall as well, uh, which is a program through the YMCA that just keeps coming back around. And then uh, it's interesting, Camp Rokaila is uh, something you mentioned as kind of your first entry in, into the Y. And we were just talking last night at one of our meetings about 25 eighth graders that have the opportunity to go there oh, uh, cool. from, from middle school. No, and so it's fantastic. like it just the Y finds a different way to come back to you. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, really totally. neat. Mm -hmm. And I will say this: uh, I grew up, uh, I grew up in Lakewood, mm -hmm. um, north of here. And one of the things, it, the Y always felt a lot like the Boys and Girls Club felt like. It was a place where kids who um, didn't have didn't have outlets anywhere else could go. And actually feel safe and protected, and I always liked that about the yeah, YMCA. Hundred percent. Yeah, no one's ever turned away, whether you're an adult or a kid. Like if you can't afford it, we find scholarships. Right now, we're in the middle of our fundraising campaign that happens every year. We'll raise, you know, four hundred and fifty thousand to almost five hundred thousand dollars. We give away almost eight hundred, almost a million dollars. So eight hundred and twenty thousand wow. dollars was given away in twenty twenty three. 
and that's to make sure that no one's turned away. Yeah, that's really one of the best parts is the accessibility of it. Sure. Uh, Anthony, you hit on it. Um, one of the things that YMCA is, of course, known for is it's organized sports. Mm -hmm. But Kyle, it goes beyond that. Can you talk about some oh, of the yeah. other stuff that it offers? Yeah, I thought you were going to say it. it was about the song. I didn't know where you were going with that yeah. question. <laughs> yeah, we do a whole bunch of stuff. So, I mean, everything from youth-related stuff, like, you know, swim lessons and everything from STEM, like there's robotics, there's Minecraft. I mean, there's a whole bunch of youth-focused stuff. I mean, of course, we do pickleball. Pickleball is one of the fastest-growing sports sure on is. the planet. Mm -hmm. um, so we do a lot of pickleball, a lot of adult programming. You know, and I don't know if you knew this, but the Surgeon General just recently said that the next, you know, biggest healthcare crisis is about isolation. Oh, and wow. people who are lonely. Wow. Yeah, a huge, huge deal. And so when you think about seniors or older adults, they need a place to go as well. Yeah. If you go to the Briggs Y, like in the morning, you'll see just a whole bunch of older adults not only going to classes like water aerobics and water exercise, but it's really about, the again, I go back to the people. It's really about who they're connecting with, who they see. Yep. They know their friends are going to be there. When I first, so I've been here now almost eight years, and, I, and when I first got here, there was a, a member who had a mom, a, an older member, that had a mom that was in her 90s. And she would come to the Briggs Y to have her whatever birthday. Mm -hmm. So I started going to these birthdays when she was like 95, 96 years old in the Briggs Y at 10 in the morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she turned 101 and she's still there. That is Still so awesome. coming to the Briggs Y. I mean, it's, so it's awesome. incredible. And so you see that, you know, back to that full circle idea. It, it, it really is the vehicle to bring people together. Yeah. So it doesn't even matter what the program is. The idea is that you're getting people together and, and you know, make relationships and build connections. And then there is that achievement thing, too, which is really interesting. So when you think about, you know, what happens uh, when a kid is in youth sports, it's oftentimes somebody's first time doing something. Right. Mm -hmm. Making a left-handed layup, dribbling the ball, yeah. putting your face in the water, blowing bubbles as a, <laughs> yeah. as a baby. Yeah. Like that, do you know how big of a deal that is when mom and dad and the instructor are like cheering and the baby's right. like what did i do yeah it's yeah. like yeah, yeah that's that fantastic cool. yeah i like that yeah anthony what do you think makes the ymca so unique to this particular community yeah there's a lot of i think opportunities for growth it continues to grow for the south sound y uh, and that's something i'm excited about uh i would say uh as a school principal um the world that we're living in with budgets and enrollment and these kind of things specifically yeah. to olympia we're going to need a partnership in ways that we've never done before um, right. and explore opportunities and expand upon those. And so I think about that opportunity for the Y to um, be more connected with youth is super important. You know, we talk so much that, you know, strong kids, strong students build strong communities. Ooh. And yeah. so when yep. I think about uh, just my personal journey in the Y, I know that if we can get kids connected to that, it's not just about as their seventh grader, as an eighth grader, but it's this lifetime of health, you know, we want them to be celebrating 100 yeah. birthdays, that's mm -hmm. really remarkable, uh, but also saying that we were there in a time when our community needed us, um, and it's that we all come together for it. Yeah, that is really true, and it is kind of one of those things with a YMCA, everyone of every age group has an experience with the YMCA, mm -hmm. totally. you know, I mean, everybody does. Yeah, it's funny. I go to, you know, I talk a lot in the community and, and I'll say, you know, does anyone, everybody has a YMCA story. And it's, right. and it's the intersection point for how you enter the Y is different. I mean, sometimes it's swim lessons, sometimes it's yeah. sports, sometimes mm -hmm. it's camp, sometimes it's pickleball. Mm -hmm. 
I mean, it's just is totally random. Yeah, and that's what makes it so cool. Everybody gets to have an experience that way. I got to imagine that if we if we rewound like for the last two or three years, I can't imagine <laughs> sort of how you guys navigated through <laughs> COVID yeah. with with everything that had to happen and the fact that things were so limited. Um, but last year. You came. We actually had an opportunity as an organization to come out of that. Can you talk a little bit about some of the exciting things that happened as sort of everything reopened and everyone was getting to come back? Were there some things that you, in particular, found exciting or, or fun to share? Uh, y- y- well, you nailed it on in the 2020, 2021, 22 was just brutal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so again, if you go back to what I was saying is that the why is a vehicle to bring people together and you're in a global pandemic where bringing people together is, is a problem. Is a problem. <laughs> right. That is that. So we, we lost about half of our revenue in about wow. 70 hours. And how many hours? 70 hours. Oh my goodness. We went from. You know, just over twelve million dollars to six. You've got to be kidding me. No. Wow. And so navigating that. So one thing that we didn't share is Anthony is our trustee chair. So this is, I mean, Anthony's been a volunteer for a long time now. He's the chair of the board. And going through that process of not knowing and not knowing how long the pandemic was going to be, and what we were going to do. So probably the the silver lining of the pandemic story is there's two of them. One is that. We never stopped providing services to kids. That's cool. We said that, you know, it doesn't matter who, who determines you to be essential. Childcare is vital. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to keep doing that. So we gave, you know, we were serving about 1,000 families a day on March 16th. Yeah. And on March 17th, we went to zero. Yeah. <laughs> and then, wow. so we, we spent like, I don't know, 24 hours trying to figure out how we would provide free services to everybody. And so we did that, and then we were up and running again on the 18th or 19th. So we did that. That's one thing that we did. The other thing that we did is that we were we had just uh, finalized our capital campaign in Shelton, and we were up, we broke ground on the Shelton Y January 4th of 2020. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So now <laughs> now we're building this Y, and then they then they decide you know you can't do construction so they're going to shut that down yeah so we appealed to the state because we were very fortunate we had a, a lot of um there's a great program from the state of washington that provides uh, support to nonprofits to build facilities so us boys and girls club anyone else so we had a significant portion of washington state money flowing into this program so we right. appealed to the state and said no we're a essential project that needs to be funded because you have funds rolling into this and they said you're right so the silver lining was that uh, where we built the Shelton Y was is on the you know Oakland Bay Junior High and Shelton High School campus essentially. Yeah. So we didn't make a bunch of enemies of parents of school <laughs> yeah, people yeah, yeah. you know with construction. So we got got it done and um, and opened in twenty twenty uh, March of twenty twenty one. I would not advise anybody to open in the global, global pandemic. pandemic. Yeah, no, not a good thing. That's not good advice. <laughs> but that's the thing that kind of sticks out for me uh, is the Shelton Y. Oh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, it was a rocky kind of start of this whole pandemic and all these kind of things. And then I remember celebrating the one-year birthday of kind of the Shelton YMCA. Yeah. And we had gotten there a little early, and it was like, all right, people are kind of getting back into the vibe of coming to the Y and kind of getting it started in the community. Uh, but when that bell rang and mm-hmm. all the students showed up, it went from, like, 
two people working out to all these students were in there yeah, hanging so cool. out, congregating, see textbooks open up on these tables and there's yeah. just common spaces. Um, and it was like, oh, this is the community. We just had to wait until the, like, the moment for them to show up. Yeah. And we, we learned that uh, because we're on that campus and, and, you know, location and we're in a realtor's office, location, 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 right. Deal. right. Right. So you can't get away from the fact that we're we've got this, you know, triangle of love of. Oakland Bay Junior High, Shelton High School, and the YMCA, mm -hmm. who's just saying, we're going to do everything for kids. We learned right away that we did not put enough outlets in to charge the phones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, that's the lesson learned for the next time that we do Yeah, this. next time you're building two times the outlets. <laughs> exactly, at least. <laughs> so uh, as we look forward, final question for, for the both of you on this one. Um, Obviously, the YMCA is always, that's one thing that is also really cool about the YMCA. You're always trying to think of new things to introduce. You're always trying to stay ahead of the curve or appeal to, to young people. Um, what are some kind of uh, things that people can look forward to uh, in this year and, and, uh, and into the future? You want to start? Yeah, I'll let you speak more specifically to some things, but uh, to me, I think as we move forward, it's going to be the partnerships that make our community thrive. And so it's partnering with schools, partnering with other community organizations, partnering with um, the you know, cities and, and, and our counties uh, to build projects and to have things that are going to be for the common good. And that, to me, is going to be um, hopefully the secret moving forward. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's no doubt. Anthony nailed it. So we, I have this one presentation that talks about, you know, what equals a thriving community. And it starts with collaboration. And then it goes into belonging, achievement, relationships. And that's how communities thrive. But it starts with collaboration. There's, and the Shelton Y is another great example of how, like, you would never build a YMCA in Shelton because technically the, the, the amount of people, the density isn't big enough to support something like that. So we needed partners like the city. We needed the Mason uh, General Health to come in. We needed Pack Mountain Workforce Development to come in. We needed Peninsula Credit Union to come in. So you would not know, if you were in the Shelton Y, you would not know somebody that's rehabbing a hip versus just your everyday member or somebody that's looking at financial fitness. Yeah. Like you just don't know. I mean, that's, and so we're trying to create those community hubs. And so Anthony's right. We have, I think, six different projects on the books. They're all in, you know, various stages of development. And every single one of them is a collaboration with some other entity or multiple entities. Always, we're looking for healthcare partners. Mm -hmm. So MultiCare in Providence, if you're listening, reach out anytime. There you go. That's super cool. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it, there's, I don't even know how many partnerships in the country with YMCAs there are in municipalities, but that's you know, thousands oh, yeah, of ways that, that municipalities, cities, and counties can come together to help, you know, make that lift happen. Right. We've got some really exciting projects in Lacey. We have two in Tumwater. We're working with the city of Yelm. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah, so, and we're looking, we have a contract offer on a, on a what I would consider a regional day camp at, at Long Lake in, in Lacey. Excellent. Uh, so there's just a ton of opportunities. I just learned on Friday that there's 17 Ys in the state of Washington. We were the fastest growing Y since 2018. Wow. And that includes the two years of COVID yeah. where we lost 50% of our stuff. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that is really <laughs> impressive. I will say, I think um, you guys both hit it, hit the nail on the head for me personally as a, as a, ki as a kid who went 
played basketball at the Y, baseball at the Y, and then and now as a dad who coaches his kids. <laughs> Thank you for volunteering. <laughs> Good job. Oh, I, I love it unless they don't listen to me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, coaching's but, tough. Yeah. yeah. But um, you do notice, number one, the timelessness of the YMCA, how uh, it has always filled a need in the community. Then the other thing is, I think, Anthony, your point is really interesting because as – you know, schools struggle to find funding and keep programs open, which is which sadly looks like it's going to be the the near future for a while. Uh, YMCA is huge for that, like yeah, because you totally. get to collaborate and partner with them for sure. Yeah. yeah, which is really cool. No doubt. It's so cool. So, folks, I would encourage you if you haven't uh, gone down to the YMCA or been a part of the YMCA, make sure you do. Yeah, please. Yeah, join. You can volunteer. You can donate. There's so many ways that you can engage with your local Y, and it really strengthens the community. So even if you became a member and never came, that's supporting your community. So think about the belongingness of what it feels like to be a part of your community. Yeah, and also, once you're done playing at Briggs, you can go to Humble Cow and have some ice cream. Absolutely, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so thank you, Kyle and Anthony. Thank you guys so much for coming on and, and spreading the good news about a really – Cool organization in this yeah. community. Really Thanks for having it. us. Yeah, thank you. All right.